0: Molly, 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 Molly. We took Molly.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's a Ween song, Ode to Ween.
0: Yeah, that is a Ween song called Molly.
1: Yeah. And that is how kind of Molly feels like. You're like, Molly, 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 Molly.
0: It's <laughs> true.
1: There was a song you played the other day that I was like, this is what Molly feels like. Do you remember what that was? Was
0: it While We Were Tripping?
1: No. Mm- no, I don't think so. It was like... The, okay, if you don't remember
0: immediately... No, I forth. do, but I just... You'd have to give me a little bit more information. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, I can't remember either. It was probably
0: an Angry Samoan song.
1: Mm, yeah, because we've been listening to a lot of them.
0: Yeah. But today is, uh, I don't know, what, four, four or five days after we took Molly? Yeah, I've been feeling great. Yeah, we took some time to integrate, which I think... Man, we're getting so good at doing this.
1: Um, I was thinking... This morning I was like, okay, we've been doing this for six years, seven years, five years.
0: Six. Molly, yeah, uh, psychedelia, ten.
1: Yeah, but Mo- Molly in particular. Because it just, like, just feels like you dial it in a little more every time. I mean, it had been eight months since we did it last. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when I think back about how we used to do it, I'm like, we were crazy. Like, we were raw-dogging it.
1: Well, I think we were just getting experience it I think when you haven't done it you have a little more room to play around in that space I think because you get a lot out of it every time you do it yeah and it's so exciting and I think the like the more you've done it the longer you can go between doing it and that's not with like responsibly you know I think the more you do it like consecutively like weekend after weekend or day after day like then you're you pretty much fry your shit out
0: well you start to just yeah you fry your shit out and it uh it just starts to take away the magnet the uh, the magic
1: yeah Well, what were you saying the guy from the uh the kid from aj from sopranos was saying how he did
0: oh yeah he's he stopped taking molly because on his on his 28th birthday he took 3 grams over the course of uh 2 days or something yeah and uh just was going nonstop and then like couldn't eat couldn't keep anything down yeah, and was very very concerned about his life to the point where he went to the doctor and he was like, "I don't know what's going on with me. I did all these drugs, and I can't keep anything down." And the doctor was like, uh, "When's the last time you ate a vegetable?" <laughs> and he's like, "There's vegetables in the fried rice I get from the Chinese place, or whatever. You know, they're cut up, they're in there, or whatever." And, <laughs> and the doctor was looking at him like, "What the hell?" He he did literally. The doctor just said, "Go get a green juice." He took a sip of this green juice and he was like a whole new life started for him. <laughs> and now he's obsessive about his uh his health and the food he eats and everything. I mean I don't want to say obsessive but like he's he's like us. Yeah. And and it took a big experience. It took a life of not ever putting anything good into his body. Yeah. And then he had this crazy situation and uh yeah, it flipped a switch and now that's he's like 40 now. And,
1: Talk about flipping a switch. You had just read me also an anecdote of a, or a story about a woman like snorting 550 hits of acid or oh something.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what she thought she was doing. Probably Coke. I don't know what else you could think you were doing or I don't know how she had access to it. I used to know the details of this story because I heard this story like years ago. Yeah. But it just popped up and read it the other day. But basically she accidentally took 550 hits um snorted it and for 12 hours blacked out and then for the next 12 hours uh was completely blissed out and on the other side of it she um all her chronic pain was gone and she was addicted to morphine before Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. she's never taken it since
1: yeah and i mean who knows what other weird shit might have happened to her like i wouldn't say that an excessive dose of acid is like a universally good thing, but
0: no, at all. No,
1: not even close, but
0: no, I wouldn't say universally good, but like, I don't know. It's the more we learn about people's personalities and stuff. I think we'll be able to figure out what works best for people. But like I was telling you the other day, I was like, what really gets me, what really have been like the holy shit moments of our psychedelic life so far is like the unexpected one. Yeah. Yeah. The where you think it's gonna be easy breezy, you take it and it just hits you like a ton of bricks. Or like the first time we took mushrooms, like it just caught my ego so off guard mm-hmm. that real change came out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I like I like integration. It's probably my favorite part of taking psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think this was the most responsible time we did it because our buddy gave us
0: shout out to Kellyanne. A,
1: yeah.
0: Mad love. Yeah, she She hooked us up with all the supplements you're supposed to take.
1: Yeah, Um, and I'm I'm
0: not talking some five HDP shit. We didn't even take five HDP. And she she
1: she said that someone on the Discord had put it's that's how she figured out what to do. So thanks to someone on the Discord. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, I I feel great. I feel like we really we did it just the two of us, which was nice. I feel like that's been a, a minute since we've done that. It's um, been at least couple three
0: or four years. Yeah. Yeah. And the last time you and I intentionally took MDMA together to like work on our shit was right before the pandemic.
1: Okay. Yeah. 2019. Okay. Yeah. That's a minute ago now. Yeah. And I think we both got, went into this being like, we don't need to do this, but it would help us. You know what I mean? And that's what's crazy to me because I, I see couples and I know couples who like need this shit and I just try to say like, I try not to push it on anybody, but like, hey, there is this thing that could help you. Yeah. Oh, I should read that thing you sent me that I then sent to my mom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah read okay. It.
0: I mean, look, there's a million stories like this on the internet, but while we're on the subject, we might, might as, as well, well read one of them. Yeah. Let's cover our bases here for once in our damn life.
1: Okay. This is on Reddit. I think MDMA saved my family. My husband, this is like not that long, so no worries. (laughs) Don't stress out. Um, Okay. People
0: are like sitting there listening like, hey, I was looking to wrap this podcast up. Like, what what are you doing? You're about to read a paragraph? Like, what? what?"
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, My husband and I, 35 male, 35 female, have had a horrible run lately. We have been on the road to divorce for a while. A few months ago, I was miserable in my marriage, in my life in general, and I felt the only way I would ever be happy is alone with my daughter. I told my husband how, miser- how I was miserable and wanted a divorce. He admitted he was miserable too, but he didn't want to give up. Um, uh, I, his, the husband has done a fair share of drugs in his life. I experimented a bit in my younger years, but had thought I grew out of it. Honestly, I was appalled when my husband begged me for a child-free night where we could roll. I felt like it wasn't appropriate to do it as a 35-year-old parent with a career. When I say I fell back in love with my husband that night, that's honestly an understatement. We ended up getting tickets to an EDM show, Gonja White Night, and it changed, uh, changed me wholeheartedly. We ended up vibing with a group of people. Otis, if you're out there, I promise I will really name... My next child after you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Most of them, like me, were real people with real jobs and families. I felt so at home there. We got a hotel and dosed again when we got back. I remember every single thing I loved about my husband, and we worked through all of the things that that we have been struggling with openly, honestly, without judgment. Some of it hurt to think about when I sobered up, admittedly. But I feel close enough to my husband now that I can talk about the pain with him and communicate openly. I'm so glad he convinced me because I would have destroyed a marriage that had so much genuine love and respect that we just forgot how to access. Powerful. Powerful stuff. I'm happy for that woman and her husband.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I want to hear more stuff like that. Less about people uh, giving up.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, why not try this if you're about to give up?
1: I mean, at the very least, give it a shot.
0: Well, we've actually also done entire podcasts about... Uh, How
1: you shouldn't give it a shot. If your relationship's over, just wrap it up. Don't know it's over... Don't extend it with Molly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, um, But, you I mean, really it's a check... different thing, like, when you have kids, and you're married, and you've made long-term commitments to each other, and you have houses together, and, like... The fucking nasty ass cauldron of of bullshit that you encounter when you start trying to separate from your partner, who you have entangled with so much, like uh, it is worth seeing if this thing could help.
1: It's a big. There's a different big difference between like my husband's a disrespectful son of a bitch, or my wife is like an absent-minded whore or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. hey, we're just having trouble communicating. We don't see eye to eye. He doesn't hear me. I don't feel like loved, and I don't. We don't see each other in the same way. Like yeah. I think there's a Big difference is
0: this because I called you an absent minded whore the other day? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine,
1: Uh,
0: imagine that
1: (laughs) that wouldn't even be good, dirty talk.
0: No, you you would, you would, (laughs) you low IQ slut. you doing no I think um you're like yeah we didn't need it but like we wanted to take it like for me I feel like I was calling for it for like the past month you know yeah yeah because I I think um, I didn't want to take it like we split up with Mare who was like our partner for a while in case you're new to this and uh, I didn't want to take it right in the wake of that which Mm -hmm. I think now looking back such an ace move on my part. I think it really, really, really helped us reconnect. Yeah. Not make it about another person. Not make it about grief. Not get confused because I've gotten confused before.
1: After a breakup, doing MDMA. Yeah. Like yeah. too soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where where you were maybe just like life was going fast and everything you know, and you hadn't processed those feelings for real. And then you take this thing and like everything starts coming up because like for me at least, I think it just puts me into the the kingdom of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to keep track of a narrative as to why this person that we love isn't around, you know, so it, I I can get confused and that's happened in the past.
1: And like kind of clingy, like we should be like you think of the relationship from your highest state because you're in your highest state and you're like, this is crazy that we don't relate anymore. And you kind of cling yeah, to like, yeah. then this like judgment forms of like, why can't we love each other the way we would love each other on MDMA all the time? You yeah, know I mean? yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so uh there is a form of a, that is, that to me is the form of a bad trip on, on MDMA. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like having access to all the love in the world, but you can't um, put it towards the person you want to, you know? right that's kind of that's kind of what it felt like so
1: you're in like a purgatory
0: yeah i've been doing good since this since like we split up with samara like i I think i've I've handled it like an adult it's like um i got my head wrapped around it but i didn't want to like uh unnecessarily drag the lake and muck shit up and find stuff i didn't want to find you know Mm. not yet we had too much shit to do so we needed to stay focused so uh yeah, I don't know. For like the past month I feel like I've been telling you like, Hey, instead of uh the Sigma grind set we're on all the goddamn time and just pushing ourselves to the absolute limit and going here, going there, staying on the road, filming every day, podcast nonstop, like can we just take a couple days, like we're we're not around anybody at all? And we take Molly again. So you made it happen.
1: Yeah. It was yeah. great. I highly recommend to everybody. In the whole world, that's, like, literally what I wanted to do. I just wanted to, like, be a Molly fairy that was, like, here, and you should have some Molly, and you should have some Molly. (laughs) But uh, I also just remember, like, if people find it at the right time, people are open to it at the right time, like, it's not for me to judge. And I think the times that I've done Molly and not had the spaciousness to integrate it has been, like, more difficult.
0: I think that's a, you know, potential hell on earth scenario. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just because I know it so much with Molly, I think I should apply it to all of the drugs or big experiences that you have in life. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you can, if you have this luxury, set aside some time to like breathe it in, you know, uh, integrate it with your, your regular, your regular ass 3d existence and figure out like what changes you want to make and where, what small steps you could start taking to become the person that you saw yourself as.
1: Well, you kept saying, which I really appreciated. You were like, um, it's nice to do this stuff and feel like we can pat ourselves on the back now in like a self-congratulatory way of just like, hey, we've set the intention on previous Molly trips that we want to be closer with our family and we want to be better to each other. And just like taking a moment to like acknowledge all that we have done. Yeah. And that was really nice, too. Like that didn't feel like a huge chasm of, like, where we want to be and where we are as far as, like, how we love each other, how we love the people in our life and stuff like that. So that just felt good. And it just felt good to, um, I don't know, just have deeper appreciation for each other and acknowledge it. There wasn't, like, we go through so much together, but did you feel like there was any, I don't know, monumental shift or growth or acknowledgement or...
0: See, for me, that that substance is more about relief than, like uh you know epiphanies Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like I feel like on on like mushrooms after a few hours or acid after a few hours after the first few hours I'm like forget about it I'm the smartest person in the world like ask me anything right now like I understand anything I think about right and therefore I can have epiphanies and it's and it's really rad and rewarding and uh yeah with, with molly it's like i don't know it's so therapeutic for me it's more like relief mm. and i even see the way like the way it affects me it, just even as opposed to you like it doesn't have that like i don't know you know how people with adhd like take a stimulant and it calms them down maybe do i have adhd
1: i mean i think we all have some degree of adhd
0: yeah but do i have the like oh yeah i mean no i, I don't not. think so
1: you probably have the opposite
0: yeah yeah, and I've never taken stimulants, so I don't really know what they would do to me. But no,
1: you have. You've taken coffee, and it fucking makes you crazy.
0: Oh man, <sighs> yeah, for sure. But basically, uh, yeah, we took it. It hit us, and you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a come up for me because it's like, oh, everything I'm going through changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, you know, like, I have all this stuff. Of, like, it's hard to get this stuff out of your head if you're a guy like me because I really just want to do right by my body and I really want to do right by the me tomorrow and the next day. You're already and next stressing day. if you can't
1: sleep or something?
0: But, th- just getting that stuff in you're your like, head. What like, what did I do? Le- like, I, I know, like, before we take it, I'm sitting there looking at my – I'm like, it's getting late. Like, like let's start doing – you know what I mean? Like, like, let's get into this so I can maybe have a chance of sleeping tonight because, like, that's very important to me. And another thing that's important that I've read about MDMA is – uh. That you don't get overheated you know Mm -hmm. which i think that's how most people use it they're in a sweaty ass club or whatever but really trying not to get you to keep your your body temperature above normal for too long Mm -hmm. so like as but as soon as i take this i'm like i'm sitting there in like a low-grade sweat for like three hours and i'm like oh no what the fuck so i had a little bit of that stuff going around but once it's smoothed out um Incredible. I really don't think there's anything in this world like it.
1: Yeah, it just felt very smooth. Like, oh, here we are. And then just being able to talk to each other and yeah. just, like, acknowledge certain things. And that stage lasts for a while. I find myself, like, towards the end of Molly coming into, like, I don't know if I want to call it manic, but just, like, I get a little more in my head because I'm like, wow, I'm having, like, such great like oh loving ideas and then I start thinking about those ideas and just for me it's not like a battle of thoughts it's just like I've learned enough about life that thoughts aren't where it's at and when you're in a very loving state your thoughts are very seductive because you're having like a very loving thoughts and you want when I have bad thoughts like I've trained myself to breathe yeah but like when I have good thoughts I'm like,
0: you're like Ooh. Ooh,
1: I'm chasing a dragon, but yeah. it, it was like, and, and
0: I see it happening in mm-hmm. this. Literally, if you had like a time-lapse camera on us, like you're bouncing up and down, running all around. I'm literally just sitting like this the whole time, just like sh- nodding my head every yeah. now and then, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I, I think, uh, yeah, the, I mean, the way you do it, I love it. I love what it brings out in you, but it's also like watching, um, i don't know it, it's it's like just like watching a microcosm for like what the buddhists talk about all the time it's just like mm-hmm. don't get ahead of yourself mm-hmm. don't get attached there's suffering that's going to come with getting attached to that stuff so it's like in the first half of the trip you're like oh my god what we need to do is no, take no, your no.
1: first half of the trip, i'm chill and we're like yeah looking yeah at each yeah other yeah, and yeah
0: like yeah we're it's it's very calm, it's it's very calm. Like, yeah like whoa yeah.
1: this is like you feel a little warm and you're just like yeah. wow everything's really awesome
0: yeah And then you get flying saucer eyes and the energy hits you. And to me, the only way to prevent, like, I'm not saying what you do is bad or different or like, it it just is what it is. But the only way for me to prevent, like, getting up in that, in, in just like the hamster wheel in my head, like, oh my God, and then we can is to just drop it into the body because I really think that's what MDMA is trying to do. It's yeah. trying to release your body from the stories. And if you're sitting there in the hamster wheel making new stories while your body's trying to release these stories, you can get a little bit in the, oh my God, you know, and then like, you know, and I kind of saw it happen to you, you know? Like, like where you're like, oh, I, I reached the end of the marathon. Well, I, I thought all the things and I said all the things and, and you were kind of like, I'm a little spooked right now.
1: Well, I wasn't like spooked. I was just like... I was aware I was like hey I'm aware of my pattern and I'm like in that pattern yeah I'm, like, I'm about
0: to have, start having like a come down a little bit
1: Not yeah not even a come down just like kind of like I'm in the pattern of like getting really excited that I want to make plans that involve other people mm-hmm. and once you want to make plans that involve other people then you have an attachment to another person showing up the way you want them to so you can have this ideal moment where the family perfect exactly.
0: <laughs> very well put
1: yeah, like, oh, I like, and it's very pure hearted stuff. Like, I really want the family to come together. But it's like, it's like creating judgments of like, oh, well, if someone doesn't make time for that, then they don't care. And it's like, it's in my reality tunnel of what the ideal thing is rather than just being like, oh, that's a, and so I kept coming back like, hey, I'm glad I'm having positive intentions. I'm glad I feel positive. I'm glad that's the energy I want to like dance with the tiger towards, but I don't need to be attached of like, okay, and then we'll do this, and then we'll do that, and then this person will come and do that, and, like,
0: yeah, you know. I, I think it just speaks to your generosity. And I, I think it speaks to your lack of th- th- at least the amount of baggage I have, you know, that you can, that that, that you take a substance like that, and you immediately want to help other people.
1: Well, I just want to still, know? I just want, like, I want to spread the vibe, you know.
0: Yeah, well, you you want the family to come closer together, you want to be closer with our friends, and, you, you know, you start talking about, you know they don't seem like drugged out ideas and concepts you're like yeah we should get together we should should have a game night with your sister and her kids and this and that and then it's just like the come down a little bit is like they're not on molly right now they're not thinking about this they're so busy
1: they're so busy
0: there's no way to get their attention and then it kind of like then the reality of what reality is hits you and you're like, oh, yeah, everyone's kind of, like, in their own reality tunnel.
1: Yeah, and who am I to fuck with that? Like, who am yeah. I to judge it or say, like, hey, this is what needs to happen? And,
0: and the time that you're seeking with them and that feeling you're seeking with them and that, like, that thing that you want to plan and set up and execute perfectly is happening right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have access to it, it with your lover, in, who's right there with you. And
1: it could happen in little moments; like it doesn't oh, have to yeah. be like these grand, big game nights or whatever. That's what it is. I think
0: is happening since we came back. Yeah. I feel like we're just showing up a little better in the small moments. And to me, that's the only strategy in terms of like repairing family stuff and healing family stuff. It's just like little bit at a time.
1: Yeah, and being available to it, and not yes, yeah, setting expectations too high.
0: Change a habit. You know, I yeah. just deleted Twitter. It could be, you know, one of the reasons is because when I go up and hang out with my parents, they really deserve my attention. But instead, I'm like, I'm like trying to distract with this thing. And it's like, I should probably feel the feelings of overwhelm that they make me feel so I could process them a little bit. Not without this thing that's like blunting those feelings Mm -hmm. and distracting me and fucking up my hormones, setting off goddamn dopamine all over the place.
1: Yeah, dopamine, but also fear, you know, fear response and and a lot of fear.
0: Yeah. Um, righteousness too, mm-hmm. feeling like because you gathered all these random data points and you're able to make a narrative about it that that's the right one and that was that's the one you want to speak to and that's the side you're on and it's like i just don't want to have anything to do with any of that shit so
1: well you want to i think have loving awareness for every moment and every reality and i think yeah twitter is like really good at pulling you in different directions based on who you follow of like indignation or, and I was, what I was saying to you last night, I was like, you are like one of the most sensitive people I know for you to like bombard your system with people trying to get you riled up is kind of like an insane pattern for you to be on. Mm -hmm. I mean, for everyone, but you in particular.
0: And it's, and it's crazy because I just, I I exclude Twitter from that. Like, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. It's just that like, Oh no! I find funny things on there too, and interesting things, and rabbit holes to go down. It's not all just like bad news and me trying to, you know, get worked up. But it is, you know, like I don't, I don't know. like I know better than to watch the news or read the fucking newspaper. Like I know better because mm. it, it just hijacks my nervous system and has me behaving in a way I don't want to behave. So I should know better about Twitter. I've made so many excuses until last night, literally. You're like you should, you should consider. Um, doing a favor for your like body and just take breaks. And I was like, I don't really take breaks from things. So I just deleted it. That's that.
1: Yeah. And I don't think it changes who we are. Like we care about people. We want there to be peace. We want people to love each other. We don't believe in war. We, um, and we're trying to foster that energy in our relationship, in our home, in, in our community And it's like, that's, we're trying to tap into that frequency, hold that frequency, honor that frequency. And I don't think the answer is to be uninformed. I think it's to have more responsible ways of informing yourself through conversations we have with your family, conversations we have with our friends, conversations, and, you know, different Um, journalism and and actually reading an article instead of like a journalist one-liner about it you know yeah
0: right yeah
1: like there are journalists you respect like we we can read their whole article rather than their like quick points on twitter or whatever
0: i'm i'm just interested to see who i become if i just take all that stuff out because like you know as much as it, it might seem like um really interested in like what happened and what are what's the news like i'm not as interested in that as a as i'm interested in how it affects a person and how uh they speak to it and how the you know basically the cause of i mean the the effects of uh propaganda Mm -hmm. and and like like how people sometimes take it very seriously and they get these narratives and, and they're very serious about them and like i'm more interested in that now like more like a sociological look at it than like the details of like wait what happened in this conflict and who did what like i
1: Well and i think also I'm not as
0: interested. I I don't care. I'm more interested in it's like how are people processing this?
1: And I think there's different times in our life to be different things. Like I think you spent a, a lot of your younger years trying to be a voice for the oppressed, you know. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's not a worthy cause. Like the it, the, the stories should be shared. We should understand what people are going through. But I think there's different stages of your life and how you can be best of service. And
0: I mean, I grew up before Twitter and all that stuff. Yeah. So it felt important that if you could pick up on a message or a narrative from, from a song you heard by, by leftover crack or the clash or whatever, and like it informed you and then you did your research. it It felt like you were part of like taking the responsibility of carrying that, that story forward and informing people. And, it's just become less and less and less important, and I just don't know what what my voice commenting on current events that I there's no way I could possibly know what's actually going on, like what that does for anybody, besides create more static and distance.
1: Well, and I think like we just saw that Scorsese doc or movie, sorry, not doc Scors, isn't I saying his name right? Scorsese. Yeah. We well, yeah, is whatever. Um, we just saw Killers of the Flower Moon last night, which was really, really well done.
0: Excellent, A plus movie. but
1: he communicates so much in a feature length film that it's just like I think for some people who their voice is they have Twitter and that's how they express themselves. like I'm not saying people shouldn't express themselves on Twitter, but I'm saying everyone can kind of has to have that conversation with what is the best use of how I express myself and how can I express myself most genuinely and have the most impact? And I think for him and maybe for you, like calming down, seeing the bigger picture, having these bigger values and then communicating that through cinema and film. And like, because you have, like we're saying, you don't necessarily have ADD. You have the focus to see a film through Mm -hmm. and a project that, Anything that kind of steals your attention from, like, the larger narrative of the film you're creating.
0: (coughs) (coughs) Or pulls me out of the purity that I'm trying to make that with.
1: Yeah. And and into, like, yeah, the anger, the... Like, we were... (laughs) I think it was important to have, like... We've had heated discussions with our friends and with your family and stuff like that, and... um, yeah, there's a time and place for all of What home, were you about to say? I don't know what I'm about to say.
0: Well, we went up to Noah's and you and Noah just argued for six hours and then we left.
1: <laughs> we pretty much feel similarly. It's not like it, but we do have a. Um...
0: But that would like what I'm saying. That was fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, because it brings out a side in you that like. Only my parents bring that out in me. You know what I mean? Where you're like, no. You know, where, where you're like impassioned. And you're like, you need to hear me right now. You need to actually listen. <laughs> and uh, just just feeling two people dig their heels in and feeling two people have completely different conversations. But they're having the same conversation, but they're communicating completely different things that are just completely lost on the other person. And I'm like, it, it's just crazy to bear witness to it. Like, in a very safe, controlled environment with our friend and be like, oh, yeah, no, I understand how things get out of control very quickly in this life.
1: You yeah, know, no, no one conflict I... Conflict goes crazy. No one I love each other. I have similar core values. Yeah. Are just seeing different sides of a thing and being like, well, don't you want to relate to this f- side of people? And don't you want to relate to this side of people? And how could you not relate to this? And how could you not relate to that? And And it was just like, such a safe space for us to kind of like, talk about a lot of things yeah. um and we also care about each other but then imagine trying to like do that with strangers on the internet
0: yeah i mean yeah you have no idea where they're coming from mm-hmm. like the only reason i can bear witness to you and noah doing that is because i know noah so well and i know you so well you know
1: and we don't hold grudges and we're no. all, like we're both good good no. good people yeah
0: totally but just coming from different perspectives noah is a temporarily disgraced billionaire And you're a temporarily very lucky homeless person, you know what I mean? Like in terms of how you relate, like, you know, it's like we go through life like, wow, we're so lucky that we're able to do this and that we're born to the families we were born to at the times we were born to with the brains we were born with. And all of this stuff. And Noah's just like, I can't believe I'm down here with the working class. No. This no. Is great. <laughs> Noah,
1: Noah feels like we do. He's very grateful for his life. and. Everything. No, I
0: understand that. But, but when you're speaking about big world conflicts that we're all misinformed about, you can really feel who relates more with uh, what side. And well, I, I try feel, to see everything see, through I through class. Feel
1: what side you relate more with him and that's my side. You know what I mean? So it's just.
0: Yeah, but But it's all
1: just it's but I'm
0: like, I'm not going to convince anyone. Otherwise, I'm more interested in like collecting the data and listening like that's what I've been through this whole all the conflicts. You know, this can I'm not even going to mention the the names of the conflicts, but just what all the stuff that's happening in the media right now and the stuff where they're trying to get us worked up about. I don't want to uh, go espousing my opinion about it loudly and you know, well, what I what's fun or...
1: about talking and know about stuff is because we both also have like a diff- a very similar understanding of reality. So we can like talk about all this stuff, see our different points of view, and then like bring it back to like, well, there's only one of us. You know what I mean? It's just like it's it's fun and it's trippy. Oh yeah, very fun. Um, very fun. Yeah, I. I mean, I guess we're talking about it. Yeah. I I yeah. just also it's just. I feel the way I felt after 9-11 right now. Like, I did not stand with the U.S. of A. after 9-11. I don't really stand with states and governments. Um, I love people, and I want people to love each other. And I want a pathway towards how we can love each other, because when we don't love each other, it's hurt people hurt people. You know, and it'll just continue, and it's just continue, and I feel like,
0: the, and it's not like this retribution is gonna end the the pain for everyone involved as long no, as we just, even the score right now.
1: No, it creates more pain, and I think uh, I think Americans need to also wake up to the fact that we're our big military doesn't make us safer; it puts us a bigger target on our back, and I think we as the United States are a terrorist organization, and I think we're in denial about that. And I think that we should be very concerned about how we've affected people across the globe. And those are our brothers and sisters and how we look out for people. And um, we've created a lot of terror, you know, a lot of fear with our presence. And that doesn't make us safer at all and it doesn't make any and if other people aren't safe we're not safe either so and i think we're just like a cocky country who is, is a real son of a bitch who can uh just like put lots of weapons into uh other continents pretty much is what we're doing we're just like flat, like we're just yeah, filling yeah, other yeah. continents with like yeah. crazy weapons and then but do you think if someone was giving, like, a lot of weapons to Canada or Mexico, we would be like, this is cool? Or do you think we would be giving a lot of weapons to Canada or Mexico when they could come back here? Mm. I think someone's knocking.
0: What were you saying?
1: <laughs> I don't know exactly. Nothing, obviously, that that's important. I can trust that that was an interruption well, just, at the right time. Just finish side. your point. I don't remember what my point You're was. You were
0: saying if somebody was arming... uh
1: Oh, I just think that we can just like very confidently uh send weapons to other countries, and because we have like Mexico and Canada we're like you know what I mean it's just very easy when you're just like
0: we're geographically like perfectly isolated, yeah, and we're in control of not only everything around us but everything in the world, really,
1: yeah, yeah, and I don't know what's the best, but I don't trust that America has uh operated with good intention and love and care for people, I think we've uh, created situations of terror and unrest and in the name of of security, you know, so.
0: well, it's in the name of money. They just use security as the excuse. They don't provide it, but they say that's what they're doing with the billions that we filter towards the military-industrial complex. And yeah. It's a nasty situation we've talked about a lot and it's, uh, you know.
1: When I was a kid, I really did believe that the U like, that there were.
0: That we were the good guys. That we were the good guys. Yeah, that that like, we were, like, the policemen. And yeah, we that everyone was, like. Getting the bad guys.
1: Yeah, that there's savages out there and that we mm-hmm. need to make sure that people are protected from those people. And I do think there is, uh, conflict does happen in this world where people, there needs to be, like, a United Nations like I think of what happened—the genocide in Rwanda. Like, yeah, people needed to come in and uh, squash that. Like, that was a, a crazy genocide, and that's like kind of what there should be international agreements about how we treat each other and there what is, our war. Yeah, I know. And is, I and we I, defy and, them.
0: We're yeah. the country that defies them. I know. That's everyone in yeah. the United Nations called for a ceasefire, except us. We blocked it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like you said, let's not probably
0: oh you said your piece so you're good okay no you can say your piece. <laughs> no I mean look yeah. it's uh it's nasty business it's really nasty business like and, and what what I want to try to provide is like a like some some safe solace outside of that where it's like you just come back come back home come back to your body come back to your relationships your friendships and uh I think that's what the media steals from us especially when When you flip between, uh, you know, both sides of our media channels and everybody has agreed upon there's an enemy and they're just about getting you scared and convinced that this enemy is more powerful than they are. And the
1: other side's then doing the same thing. It's like, there's an enemy and and just like trying to say like, these are the, no, you think these are the bad guys? No, these are the bad guys. It's like, let's just throw out the bad guy story and just be like, we're hurt people hurting people.
0: Yeah. Well, and and the the position that we're in, and this is what kills me when I think about all this stuff: is the position we're in with the power and wealth and the military that we have is we could put an end to all conflicts overnight. We really could. That's how powerful we are. But instead, we make new ones, and yeah. we we fight multiple wars and use other people's citizens as pawns in those wars. Yep. And uh, it just all leads to more otherization and then i hear these conversations and that's all i hear is the language of otherization and it, and it slips in there very subtly and it all yeah it all really uh it wipes me out and like you're saying i'm too sensitive to be taking in all of that like negative stimuli stimulation you know
1: yeah i mean it's just requiring us all to really check in with ourselves because i f- i found myself very angry in the last you know and and judgmental and fearful and all this yeah. stuff. And-,
0: and how does it play out in your life? What? If you're carrying anger because of, some, because of some conflict that's happening on foreign lands that you could do nothing about,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how does the anger manifest in your life? Through conflict here. Yeah, you know, through frayed relationships between us, between our families, our friends, isolation, all this, all the fucking, all the nonsense that's playing out on the macro level plays out on the micro level when the media and their narratives get their hooks in you. So that's what I'm trying to prevent, and that's when, that's like the, the person in the conversation I'm trying to be when inevitably every conversation gets steered towards this.
1: Well, I'm, I'm
0: just trying to bring it to those like bigger values and saying, like, man. America could change the world if we just took a principled stance and stuck to it and said no, we're not about destroying other people, we're not about destroying property, we're not about overthrowing governments here you know like we, we could really take a principled stance that would mean so much to so many people and we won't do it. It could really change the world and so instead of me getting angry about that I'm like I need to take that stance for my life. And that's why we did the mali ceremony.
1: Yeah, no you wish you wish people you wish like and then but then I, I do feel like and this is a conversation that you and i have all the time like what are the ways that we can change like i don't i don't believe we can't do anything i just think we have to really think about what it is that actually helps and like is there a, um, a movement to how do we deinvest in our military-industrial complex how do we not um uh, submit and subscribe to uh, toxic capitalism. You know, it's like just lots of big questions that
0: big questions oh. that just lead to what I was saying in the wake of our Molly trip is that lead to little steps that you can take. And if you look at it like that, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it like like you were looking at a lot of our relations when you were on the Molly come up as opposed to the come come down, and there's attachments, and you hope that these people act this way. I think more the move is to start from a place of acceptance and forgiveness solutions start to present themselves when you when you take the previous solutions that are just destroying the world like war which is illegal when you take that off the table and you say okay that that's no longer an option like it's for us it's not an option to leave each other right we'd never consider that we wouldn't consider physical violence with each other right you know there's just certain things that are off the table so we have to figure our shit out in other ways Mm -hmm. yeah just apply that to the macro so all i can do is take a principled stance in my life and stick to it and take the baby steps that i need to get to to be a peaceful person and not use the language of warmongers anymore and not um accept their processed media it's the same as processed food it's terrible for you you know not not just to take on those narratives so it takes a lot of discipline it takes uh deleting twitter and th- you know whatever the steps are for your life but i think reconnecting with to me like reconnecting the way we connect we connected and you're like the symbol for all the love in my life mm. to make that strong is like i don't know it just starts to make me a little bit more invincible and make me uh less prone to all the bullshit that ends up pulling people into these conflicts you know
1: Yeah, one thing that we did on the Molly that we didn't talk talk about yet, but I think was like, (laughs) made this the best trip that we've had and probably the best integration is like when I started to get, when we both started to like have the chasm of like, I guess you're coming down or whatever it is. You still feel great, but you kind of like, all of a sudden you start to like notice the tension in your back a little bit more. And like we were stretching, but we also did like an immense amount of body work with each other, Yeah. which was awesome. You know, like rubbing each other's backs, rubbing each other's feet, rubbing each other's hands and like, yeah. and realizing how bringing attention to how interconnected, like our body is its own global system you know
0: that's what i'm trying to say (laughs) that's what i'm trying to say and everything's interconnected and uh yeah i i think i I think it's more important for you than even me like to me it's my natural instinct like this stuff brings me into my body i understand what's going on and i'm like literally stretching the whole time i'm doing camel poses and just just kind of just trying to keep any tension from forming any new issues Mm -hmm. you know how that can happen yeah but uh, when i saw you were going through like a little bit of like oh shit what the fuck oh no like i was like just lay down let me grease you up and just rub you down and it brought you back into your body and i think it helps a lot
1: no i was like we should watch the there's a baseball game on i was like we should watch the game because i'm 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 not like i need to do whatever i can to be in this moment and enjoy the molly here yeah not the molly what I'm going to do a week from now or two months from now. Like, it's great to have ideas and have clarity about the projects we care about living
0: in the future though.
1: Yeah. But there's a, there's a fine line between like, yeah, that'd be really cool. And I see a pathway towards that and being like, okay. And then what's that going to actually be like? And I, I had to just like bring it home. Yeah. Like I had to remind myself over and over, like just follow your breath, like feel your body. And you really helped me move that energy and relax my body and do all that stuff. So, I definitely think Molly can be done alone in a very positive way. But if you are with someone, I think spending, you know, a good amount of it helping each other release, I don't know, doing reflexology pretty much.
0: Pretty much, yeah.
1: <laughs> we un- Untrained reflexology. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Just do our
0: thing. Yeah. I think you had a good idea to go to a real reflexologist and steal their moves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're going to do. Yeah,
0: we're going to get into that that whole scene. I mean, it it really, it meant the world to me that you found a house and booked it and kept me out of all the details, pretty much. Like, you found a house with a sauna and you booked it, two bedrooms, which I love. And uh Well, I think yeah.
1: for us, it's, this is our unique way of relating, is we hardly will do things, just the two of us. We always like to have a third muse of like, oh, well, we're with... Mayor, or whoever it is, and we want to like make sure they have a great time. Like, let's go get an Airbnb and show them like the time of their life. And you know, we're both setting the vibe and making sure things are clean. And you know, just being like, let's make this the most like we are a team, yeah,
0: let's make this like really memorable. And we're like, how do we make make this like (laughs) weekend,
1: yeah? And so, to do it, just the two of us, where we're kind of bringing that energy, you know, we had to at least I felt the need to say, like, hey, I'm really. Like, this is awesome that we're doing it, just the two of us. Cause I, th- there was almost like a hump. To even get to the place of, of, of taking that space together.
0: Yeah, we're, we're so close and that it it, it, it kind of just feels like doing something for yourself. You know, a lot of people ignore that. You know? Yeah. It's, it's much easier to do something for someone else or to try to impress somebody else or whatever mm-hmm. than to do something like that, that is just genuinely self-indulgent. That's what it felt like. That's what it feels like to us. Like, oh, we're going to be self-indulgent and go spend a bunch of money and to have a getaway and take drugs. Like, it just feels self-indulgent. But it's not. It's so necessary that I can't believe it's like not a part of most couples rituals, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. look, I mean, obviously, uh, drugs aren't for everyone and it really depends on what you're on, what you're already on and where you're at and all that stuff. But I think for me, it just, it feels like, uh, like digestive almost. It feels like a way to to comprehend what's going on from a higher place. And it, it feels like something I need to do like once a year right now. But like you said at the beginning, uh, the more you like understand and work with these things, the less you need them. Even the less dose, like I, like when we take acid, I I just take one microdose and I'm flying and I'm like, is that because I've taken so much my body knows what it is and it knows what to do? like, I don't understand all that stuff, but, um, yeah, I, 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 like, I, like, I, I just feel like we just need this, we just need to do something like that, like once a year and recommit.
1: Yeah. And I, I like what I was reading from that woman who said that saved her family was just like, it allows like having that safe space where we can say some stuff to each other, which we didn't even end up getting into the weeds because we've kind of excavated the weeds all along the way. But, um, does make you feel safe to then say stuff to each other. It's like you set a high, we've always said this, you set a high watermark for what life can be, how relating can be, how things can feel. And then you kind of, it's like kind of now in our core memory of each other that, I mean, (laughs) several times over that we can like see each other and be safe with each other and relate with each other and tell each other things and talk about things and calm it down and have that energy about it.
0: Yeah yeah, life is crazy, and it gets really loud, I think that's what happens, it just feels really loud, it's like, where you just can't even just comprehend what the hell you are, what's going on, or what's important to you, and you're just going through the paces, and it's just, this just feels like a break, and you get to just, um, go to the the highest version of yourself and dwell there for a little bit. And I think if you take the supplements and do the right things and do right by your body during it, you can really, like, dwell in that afterglow for a while and make it very useful.
1: Yeah, you were good about being like, all right, let's get for a – we went for a – we didn't – we were up there for two nights, like one night to just, like, get acclimated, and the next night we did the molly. But then we left – And then that day we came back and we were like so tired and you're like, all right, let's go for a long walk. And we went for a long walk. And then the day after that we went for a long hike and, you know, just being like, we got to keep moving our body. It's important during this integration period to keep it moving and, and be good to ourselves. I think,
0: yeah, I think if you keep your body moving and especially sweating, like if you have access to a sauna or running or just some way to to sweat a bunch after this like I'm talking like for the next three or four days it should be a daily practice for most people like it is for us but um especially and after taking after doing a big ceremony like keep sweating because you don't know what your body held on to and what didn't you know I, I just think it's good to just like sweat it out keep it moving
1: my prediction for our future is you know how like um float tanks became a big thing. Mm-hmm. I think um people are going to wise up especially with like COVID and the vaccine like all the heart issues people are having that one of the best things you can do for your heart health is like saunaing yeah. and sweating and I predict that more sauna places are going to pop up. Definitely. And we're just like we're we're, pro- we're as finished as partly Finnish people were proselytizers of the sauna lifestyle, and we understand not everyone has access to it, but I do believe that access is going to increase because our need for it's going to increase as we become more oh yeah attuned to our bodies and what our bodies need.
0: The Finnish it's so part of their culture that when they were fighting in World War One, they were building saunas in the trenches, like the boys couldn't go without it.
1: Well, that's probably a really good because when you sauna, you can feel warm for like a really long time after that even when you're cold like when you're in a cold environment
0: yeah it it, i mean i don't know it's just uh, i i know like i know because i just listen to my body like this this feels great for me i function better when i'm doing it and i heard someone saying it like not not sweating Is like never changing the oil in your car i think some people are really averse to it because there's an uncomfortable moment where you're really hot and you're not sweating yet. And I think a lot of people get attached to that moment and how they feel in that moment. They get very judgy about that moment. But just beyond that threshold, when you just let go and surrender to the heat and let your body detoxify, I just, like there's just no better feeling. There's mm-hmm. no better feeling for me, at least. And it feels, it feels quite important the past few days. I think that's why we're doing good. I think in the past we've had, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but like taking Molly one night on a whim, didn't really take any supplements. Didn't really like get the best sleep or hydrate the best. And like, you have a week afterwards where you're just wiped out. You don't know what the hell's going on. It almost like, took you back a step it's like two steps forward one step back Type it of it does energy. feel like
1: that where you just and, and like, also... did
0: this help us? i mean i've i i can't remember specifically but i do remember you screaming once like i'm never taking molly with you again this is crazy like we were just in such a bad place afterwards and i don't even remember the circumstances but i well, guarantee like you there was another person there that was uh adding chaos too
1: yeah no we've and we've talked it started to talk about that at nauseam like what it is to like maybe be relating with someone and trying to make something work that probably fundamentally doesn't work or you're not as compatible so but you're trying and you're like it just feels like swimming upstream mm-hmm. uh, making each other feel good in this life you know what i mean so definitely is component i always felt like if i could just be alone on the co- in the integration of molly i'd be fine
0: that's how i feel about any addiction i have it's just yeah. like if i was just alone for three or four days i wouldn't need nicotine or weed or anything you know mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much what i'm hooked on
1: totally no i think yeah we have an uh, an uncanny ability to self-regulate when we're not having like a bunch of crazy inputs yeah um
0: and that's what i'm saying about the media And they've made themselves uh, seem important in our life. You know, like when I tell my parents, I'm like, just stop. Turn that shit off. Well, how will we know what's going on? You don't know what's going on? Look outside. It's raining. What what do you mean? What else do you need to know? What else do you need to do? Well, there's
1: a way to know where you don't have to, Your family's
0: fine. We're all right here. Well, you
1: also don't need to consume it through your sleep and when you wake up. And you can designate times to, like, check in and come up to speed with world events and... Uh, like, there's a way to be informed about things without oh uh overloading your system.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Once a month, go on Wikipedia, <laughs> type in the previous month. Like right now, it's about to be November. You're on
1: it. You're not. You go. You see. You're such an extreme personality. You, you're like when I told you, like, hey, we should probably shouldn't show extreme show that. Sometimes consume, the boys need this. Consume so much sugar, you throw out like our healthy healthy cereal you know
0: it's like like, it has sugar yeah but once you realize something it's just like i'm not doing that anymore and like that's just my personality and i think i think there's a lot of people that have the same a similar personality and there's ways to uh to keep it suppressed but i i think it's ultimately a positive thing for me like if i realize something i got a new data point and it's telling me don't do this thing anymore i'm done
1: well my big thing was not that we have this conversation about the z- nicotine zips all the time or whatever. I don't even... I'm not even, like, invested in when and how you stop or if you stop. But just being like, hey, I think you might be... You think it's just because you're parents, but I think you are overboard... Over Like, you're stressing your system out through your habits. Yeah. You know? And maybe as you... and And, like, I... I quit I'm on a on a break from everything right now and I find myself I'm reading more but I'm also like playing Tetris you know it's like one thing everything fills it in and you're just like it just feels like switching kratom for heroin or or heroin for kratom basically going from doing heroin which is like this intense addiction to like kratom where you can like continue to wean it down and titrate titrate is that what it's called I think. And uh, I don't know, just a little side note. Supposedly high doses of vitamin C can help you get off opiates. Very high doses of vitamin C. Just very cause.
0: high doses of vitamin C, which are um, completely unaffordable for most people. Yeah. Yeah, because the the way that, that we could afford doing it would involve us drinking it, and you, you just can't hold it down. But the very high dose of vitamin C kill tumors like can solve like pretty much any problem your body's having Mm. it's crazy the Mm. research Mm. yeah but most people just don't have access to it and you i don't think you could get it through diet without destroying your stomach
1: yeah but you can we can consume like (coughs) high (coughs) high dose vitamin c fruits on a regular basis and then have that be part of your diet
0: yeah yeah of course but
1: um yeah but if you're trying to get quote off a jug yeah it's going to be an investment it's better than it's maybe it's cheaper than going to a rehab you know
0: that's for sure that's for sure <laughs> I, I talk about predictions for the future i predict that um rehab loans will be the new student loans yeah yeah. Uh, if they're not already. If they're not already. I, I haven't come across anything about it, but I haven't talked to somebody who's recently gone through an expensive rehab. But Well, I'm I, sure
1: people have refinanced their house to send their kid to rehab. like that Oh, has I have happened. family
0: members that have spent every dime they have trying yeah. to get their kids clean. Yeah. And it doesn't work. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, the educations that they scam us with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You come out with this expensive degree and all this debt and it doesn't work. Yeah, and you need drugs. <laughs> and then they'll be like, "Well, there's an, a predi- there's another predatory loan you can take, and it'll give you access to uh 30 days away from everybody, and you can get your act cleaned up and get back to work."
1: Mhm.
0: <laughs> yeah, if it's not already a thing, it's going to be a thing. It will be. And and it'll probably be backed by our federal government in some twisted way. Mhm. Yeah. The way student loans are the way the housing market's rigged, you know. There's there's no escaping it besides changing who you are and what you need and the way you think. And uh to me that's like how to do the revolution. If that makes sense. I don't know. It does. I love when I say something and then you just go
1: I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I just had this like urge to use the restroom. I have to pee. But... Cool.
0: Let's wrap it up. This was awesome. Okay. Yeah, just a little little recap of where we're at and yeah what our Mali trip was like and uh how it applies to world conflicts <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but me and no we're just having this we were just joking with each other we're like we're so we're solving the conflict in the middle east you know
0: you guys were so funny at, at one point i was just like uh Okay, I've been listening to you guys argue for like five hours. Like, can we have ketamine or something? And he and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I do a line of ketamine and it immediately just throws me into a K-hole. And you guys didn't skip a beat. You just kept going with it. I was like, what the heck is going on here? Uh, Like, I I like it's one, like, I was like, Cass, come on. Like, well, I
1: didn't do it. You didn't do it. That's the
0: whole thing. If you had done it, you you would have been more in the mindset of, like, oh, shit, like, let's calm this conversation down. Well, I kept
1: saying, let's stop talking about this, but it's like, it's hard not. Noah and I just, we. We, that we, is we tussle the,
0: that's the safest place to like throw yeah. out ideas and see how they sound and be like, ah, oh, that didn't really mean it's like the safest place. And especially yeah. when we're not recording and we're just, yeah. you know, like, you know, it was so fucking funny up there. I forgot about this. Noah's like, uh, you know, like he stopped podcasting for a couple of years and he, like he lost a lot of patrons and like, he's kind of like starting over. You should support him. Um, yeah. patreon.com slash synchronicity. Uh, but he he was like, yeah, it turns out like, you know, that a lot of people left because I, I talked about Trump and then a lot of people. And I was like, how do you know this? And he's like, oh, there's a there's like an, an outgoing uh, survey on on Patreon. Like when people leave your Patreon, they're they anonymous.
1: Can, so You can say they, whatever. They, the fuck yeah, you, you can want. say it's
0: anonymous. But like, you know, you could basically see like, oh, this person took back their ten dollar pledge. And like there's generic ones that you can click on. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a note you can write. And I was like what Uh, he was like let me show you how to do it and he shows us how to do it and like we're scrolling through and like all of the people that have canceled on our patreon it's always like a generic like it's always like love you guys just my financial situation changed or like love you guys just haven't listened in a while i
1: like the one that was like love you guys but my boyfriend introduced me to you and we broke up so i can't listen yeah you guys
0: remind me too much of my ex like it's just like look we had like maybe eight or 10 people ever left like a typed out comment as to why they left our Patreon. Someone
1: was like, if you want to know, you can, you can find out. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know who you are. So I'm yeah. sorry. If you're like-
0: curious why I took back this $10 and I'm trying to get your attention, you can, you can hit me up and it's like, fuck off. But it's so funny. We're like scrolling through and I'm like, Oh wow. I, I thought this was going to be like, make me very self-conscious. Instead. I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I get it. I, I join and stop Patreon stuff all the time. Yeah, But then we come across, like, one of the first comments we come across is somebody being like, I, Noah's too much. He's <laughs> like, I, you guys can't give this guy a platform. I can't believe you're giving this guy a platform. He's a kook. You know, like, really? I'm, I'm out. Like, you guys went uh, a step too far in the wrong direction. And I'm just like, uh, it's so funny that we were, like, reading these out loud with Noah showing us how to read these out loud. And, like, the only, like, specific, like, hey, fuck you was towards Noah. Like, it was just so funny it was just so perfect and so funny
1: well noah's so balanced because i mean like there's like the way people love someone there's pe- kind of people who don't vibe with someone who just like speaks their mind and what i love about noah is he speaks his mind yeah and i think that's a beautiful thing and i love people who speak their mind even if i don't agree with them yeah but i think some people could be like threatened or uncomfortable or whatever um and it's 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 yeah it's funny yeah it's
0: it's it's very revealing like somebody there was somebody that was like uh well i have to leave you guys because you're pro vax you know and then the next person's like i have to leave you guys because you're anti-vax and it's all from the same episode it's like it it happened in this like it's just like okay yeah there's certain people that sign up for this that need to have their opinion known well we're just figuring stuff out yeah like that's the whole thing yeah those people that like like dangle that in front of us like hey i was gonna give you two dollars but now i'm taking it back because you said the wrong thing i think they might not realize it's just like um we're always saying the wrong thing we're always saying the right thing we're just figuring it out we're just like kind of figuring out where we stand we don't talk at all about what we're going to talk about before we get on here we just turn it on and let it rip And, uh, yeah, I guess it's bit us in the ass and we've lost uh four to $6 over the past over it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I try to speak from integrity and I try to be aligned, but you know, it's, it's a wild world out there. We're doing our best.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: patreon.com slash church or chill. Yeah. 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 There's, I think we have over a hundred bonus podcasts on there now. There is a whole treasure trove of content. If you dig what we do, I think that's where our best episodes are. It's it's the stuff we can't put on this feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we continue to do it. Church of Chill episodes, that's our music show. Um, the Discord community is accessible through there. We're about to do a sick merch drop, and we're, it's going to be a limited edition, so the patrons will probably buy them all up, but... If not, they'll be available for everybody. But if you want early access and instant access, patreon.com slash It really means the world to us when people sign up and support us. Keeps us doing this.
1: Yeah, I'm very grateful for everybody <laughs> who yeah. helps us stay on this wild adventure.
0: Yeah, and we're just going to keep trying to be peaceful, patient, loving beings. Do our best. Yeah, and doing our best. <laughs> 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 Amen, aho, I, whoop, whoop,
1: ay, ay, ay,
0: peace, love, and magic.
1: Peace, love, and magic.